Hello, everybody, and welcome to OSNAP, an MCU podcast. Uh, I'm the host, Mike Marbach. Today, we're talking about uh, WandaVision Episode 9, the series finale, titled The Series Finale. Uh, today, I'm joined by Marceli Jean-Pierre. Hey, folks. What up? <laughs> Rob Alessiani. Hey, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Katie Swerko. Hi. Samantha Russell. Hello. And Michael Henley. Hey, hey. Hello, hello. Uh, those hey folks uh, almost sounded like, hi, kids. <laughs> <laughs> or like Wanda toward the end uh, previously on WandaVision. Yeah, um, I'm sad. It's over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. This is the uh, series finale. So we're going to start the way we start all the time with some first impressions. Uh, Marsley, what do you got? Uh, bittersweet feelings. Uh, I thought the episode was great. Um, I felt like it was a perfect end to the story that they were telling. Uh, any disappointment that was being thrown around on the uh, internet, I think is the fault of fans only. Um, and it's just, uh, yeah, theories and stuff. That's, that's stuff that we came up with. It has nothing to do with the creators of the show. <laughs> yeah. um, I have one issue with the show and I'll talk about it later, but um, well, I mean with the episode, uh, but it's not even that big. It's not a, a big enough deal to uh, uh, curb my my love for this this episode and this series in general so i loved it and i thought it was just a perfect bow to kind of end things off cool uh i want to take a guess at your one issue is it not enough baby vision <laughs> oh you're so warm, so warm. <laughs> uh rob what do you got uh yeah much the same um yeah, it it does. I am sad that the weirdest and coolest thing Marvel has ever done is over, and will likely not see anything as like off the grid as this. Yeah, going forward. So uh, I'm I'm not sad that it's done. I'm happy that it existed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's go to Katie. Um, I really like the episode. I definitely don't know if it was the best episode of the series but i thought there were parts that were great there were parts that were good and they were like very few parts but i there were parts that were just like what huh okay um but like yeah like I'm, the oprah I'm, interview last night i'm more sad <laughs> to see this show go away than i am to like anything else yeah okay michael um, mixed feelings for me, uh, for this one. I thought the stuff that it absolutely had to nail, I thought it really nailed. I thought there was other stuff in it that we'll kind of get into that, um, you know, stuff that made me go, huh? And stuff that made me go like, hmm. And even like one or two things that I felt actually even got in the way of the story that they were telling. But I will say that, you know, like the emotional beats that they had to nail, they really, really nailed. So I thought this episode was a mixed bag, but like the kind of mixed bag where like there's there's stuff in there where you're just like, oh, this is a really, really good one. So, you know, no, 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 no mediocrity in this mixed bag. Yeah. Uh, Sam, we're going to come to you in a moment. I'm saving you for last uh, with good reason. Um, I liked it. Uh, I thought it was a really good season finale. I think that there was some good, there was a bow, as Marcelli put it, where there needed to be a bow. Um, not as many bows as people would have would have liked, I think. Uh, they have a whole phase that they are using this to, to one of the things that they're setting up. Um, 
as far as new villains. A lot of um, possibilities were dropped within within this um, uh, at large for that phase and also for Doctor Strange and what that may mean. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff going on there. And I'm also with um, Marcelie on the uh, let, let's keep it contained to this story and the story that they are telling. Don't use your own theories and comments and issues with it that didn't happen as a criticism of the story that that was told. Uh, and I think this is, uh, and I said this to Sam yesterday, uh, this is a symptom, I think, of the way in which it was released. If these were all dropped at once, I think people that have some of those issues wouldn't have those issues. They would would have watched this all in an afternoon and would have been so pleased with it, I think. Uh, but because you have those, the way TV shows used to get released, uh, watch it within, um, you know, once a week, and then you have a week to digest and think about and research and watch YouTube clips, uh, go back and read your old comics and shit. Uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot more you put on the show, a lot of undue weight for it to, to perform. Um, but I think they told a great story, really enjoyed it. And like Rob said, one of the more unique things, uh, and based on the title, the series finale, don't think we're getting more of this show, although I would not be surprised if we see, as I mentioned before, something in Doctor Strange or some, something else where Wanda uses like a callback to this to put people in a, some sort of reality that is from her, uh, from WandaVision. And Sam, uh, um, saved it for last because uh, you are new to Marvel uh, and have been great to listen to and have on this podcast as you've um, kind of grown up in marvel uh <laughs> through this through this series so i'm very curious as it's come to an end what are your thoughts uh i i'm gonna say with my my strange background i i'm not mad but i'm just disappointed <laughs> i i felt like the series was something more than just like a superhero anything it wasn't just like watching a superhero movie and I went into this thinking that that was going to happen that I'm like oh after like two episodes it's just going to turn into a superhero show and I'm not going to really enjoy it that much and it didn't do that aside from like episode four it was such a beautifully done like homage to all of these individual sitcoms and then putting the characters into those sitcoms making that work and making it even though the characters were still true to themselves and then also telling this like a really compelling story throughout the entire thing. And I guess I just expected something more from the ending where I thought it should be a little more creative or a little more something. I, I felt like when I was watching it that I just kind of stepped into the end of a superhero movie and I'm like, oh, this looks kind of fun to watch, but it didn't, it, it didn't make me like, I didn't really even remember it immediately after I watched it. Like two days later, I was like, oh, right. I did watch that. And what happened? And like, it wasn't terribly memorable for me. And every other episode was like it, they, those lingered on. So I, it was a good episode, but after a season of exceptional episodes, I was just a little disappointed. Okay. All Which right. again, that it could just be my, you know, I, I'm not super into Marvel and you know, that's the way it is. But yeah, I, I don't I don't know that that's fully the case. I think from what I was looking at in a interaction, not interaction, reaction uh, of of people that are more into Marvel, that seems to be in line with uh, what people some people are saying. Um, it really is kind of all over the map. And maybe next week we'll when we have our wrap up podcast for this, uh, we will talk a little bit more about those reactions. Um, 
after people have a week to digest and write their think pieces <laughs> and everything else. Um, so this episode was uh, everything kind of was weaving, weaving together. So uh, we're going to visit different fights, uh, and I use that term loosely in some of these cases. Uh, and I'm sure throughout that we'll we will hit on everything and anything that we don't will uh, clean up toward the end. Uh, so Fietro. How did y'all feel about how this was handled with the reveal of who who he was with the powers uh, and uh, briefly what it may mean for things going forward, if anything? I was disappointed and I wanna be clear that my disappointment had nothing to do with expectations for what universe they were going to be pulling from or what this cameo absolutely meant. I just thought it just kind of fizzled out yeah. with yeah. just kind of a lame joke that I thought the show was above, honestly. Boner. Ralph Boner. Ralph Boner. And I just, I still have questions about that because if <laughs> I, I, I love the payoff that we just, that we finally see Ralph. And it, I mean, that makes sense. All right. Mm -hmm. But um where did he get the super speed from? I don't understand that. Um, and yeah, it just, uh, I, I kind of expected more. I don't know what I expected, but I kind of expected more than that. Yeah, I think he got the the powers from the the necklace that uh, mm -hmm. put on him. But okay, still, okay. All right. I still, for me, that it was underwhelming. Um, yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's a, it's a very underwhelming explanation for why he had superpowers, why he was, uh, why he appeared to be Quicksilver in, in some sort of form. Um, and just like, why was he the husband and um, that Agatha was always referring to? Uh, yeah, it just it just felt like really cheap. Like the, the jokes felt really cheap. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, it just really wasn't uh, much of a payoff. That's something that I thought was gonna be one of the bigger reveals, like who, who Ralph was. Um, yeah. And I don't know if there's any room for that story or, you know, that specific character to have anything else, but um, it doesn't feel like it, uh, even though I, I wish that there was more that they could do with it. Um, but that was the one thing that I, I was disappointed about that I referred to uh, in, in my first take. Yeah, I went back and watched the, um, uh, all the different uh, uh, recaps on, on YouTube now that the, the show, is, show is done. Um, of course, they're, they all, speculate on, on things to come, which kind of ruined some stuff for me. Um, but people were all about him being Mephisto, as I think Rob had said in previous um, uh, podcasts. Uh, people still <laughs> talking, <laughs> uh, like really going down with this ship too, uh, about him being Mephisto. Um, uh, to me, it was, uh, and this is quoting somebody that I even saw, or paraphrasing somebody that I saw in one of those recasts, that this was a a fourth wall breaking choice in a series that was full of fourth wall breaking moments. Um, and that's all it, that's all it ended up being. And that's, that's okay to me. Um, it doesn't seem that he is anybody other than this actor uh, washed up or still trying uh, in, in Westview, New Jersey um, named Ralph Boner uh, or Boehner. Um, and uh it we is kind of boner. a <laughs> well. There it's was a, the a character on Growing Pains named. I was about to say, boner. Yeah. Boner, um, yeah. So there is still some sitcom ties together, uh, and I did enjoy his uh, 
um boner <laughs> yeah. a little chuckle there and also his um oh oh we're gonna yeah. we're gonna tussle you know <laughs> we go for it um yeah katie i think you were saying I something i think that was my biggest like kind of issue with this episode was like i wanted things to have bigger consequences than they did or like bigger reveals like should bring like 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 the i'm not gonna say it now but like one of the post-credit scenes i was like ah, just like bring in something new like bring in a new big bad or bring in like a new thing to like yeah. add the spice because it was like this was such a cool series and like sam said it just felt like by the end it's like all right we're just in another we're just in another avenger show by the end i think i think we're trained as an audience to associate good with uh unexpected holy shit moments um like like it was a very good story told very mm -hmm. well in a unique way mm -hmm. but don't set us up then for and like don't feed feed the monster either it would be one thing if like if the speculation was all on our end but like all bethany like we should he, kill him. he dropped should that kill thing him. of like you're never gonna believe <laughs> then there was just and then they they would drop these little things and and ultimately so far anyway it was all kind of like red herrings like the story was always about wanda it wasn't going to be you know photon saving the day mm -hmm. it you know it kind of was vision saving the day a little bit or at least like having wanda not go all uh the mountain uh and get her head squished um but but i did think this part in particular felt um i i don't think he's just ralph with a special necklace and a special um, last name i and a, and a very special last name i i think there's every chance that that this character probably took an improv class with me at some point. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's just if he's if he's an if he's a washed up actor in the the greater central South Jersey area, he <laughs> yeah, probably he's... drove into Philly. I might have taught his one hundred and one. He's come um, to the free intro multiple times. Yeah, multiple <laughs> times, made some misogynist joke, and then we were yeah. like, "Please don't sign up." <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought this part in particular felt a little like um you know it's it's laying groundwork for um for monica rambo's part the bigger part to play and she's an incredibly powerful superhero so it's going to be it's going to be very cool to watch uh what she has in store going forward but yeah there wasn't any like holy shit bombshell no. i was i watched this so much earlier than i normally do this show i usually wait till like the afternoon on friday but i was like first thing in the morning when i woke <laughs> up i saw your text mike and i was like i gotta sit down and watch this now because the internet is probably just going to be a wash in spoilers yeah. oh yeah and <clears throat> there wasn't really like a there wasn't really like a big you know ned stark gets his head chopped off uh uh you know kaiser uh, Ka kaiser, kaiser soze <laughs> is uh yeah you know is kaiser soze. Is, is yeah so yeah it was it was yeah this was this was an underwhelming undercard match not to not to spend too much more time on this but my favorite meme that was going around about this was the you know that two the two trains meme where it's like one mm -hmm. train like slamming into another 
Yep. And it was like the the one train uh, is uh, interested. It was like interesting uh, theories about Mephisto and MCU editions. And then the other train is just Ralph Boner. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, T-Bone. Yeah. And then just like slamming it off the tracks. Yeah. Uh, not to be a, a Marvel defender here, um, but there is, they, they got fucked up. Yeah. Uh, they got they got fucked up with the with the pandemic and timelines yeah. and everything yeah. else. Uh, so I think that there was just the pandemic playing with with stuff here. Um, there may have been more to WandaVision if it, it had aired when it was supposed to air. <clears throat> some things that they could have done, but with now Falcon and the Winter Soldier and and movies that were supposed to have already come out uh, by this point, I think they're just doing a little bit of damage control um, and kind of playing things a little safer with with WandaVision um, because of how things have had to change um which may be why all of those mephisto things were in there and maybe we will see uh mephisto pop up um and or maybe it was all just those red herrings but um and and how did we miss the opportunity to call this podcast the marvel defenders (laughs) (laughs) yeah we were just all this uh we're we're the podcast that doesn't look too deep and will not (laughs) criticize yeah we are the mephisto advocates um there, there every, was a. Oh, go ahead. Kim. I was gonna say every every episode was titled. I think it's neat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think they're neat. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we we anything more on Pietro? Uh, not on Pietro, but I do want to say like there was a great article that got posted I think today either like on Slash Film or maybe it was Huffington Post or somewhere basically, but um, uh, but that 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 was basically all about the specific effects that COVID had on not just WandaVision, but that this specific episode. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think a lot of what we're going to talk about, a lot of things that kind of dissatisfied us are, Mike, like you said, exactly kind of to that because, you know, they kind of went through a, a checklist of things that made me go like, oh, so that's why. And like, oh, that's why. So, you know, and it sucks, you know, and, and making a TV show is hard. So like, I, I, you know, I, 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 I <laughs> bottom line, I'll take, <laughs> yeah. I'll take. Um, no, but I, 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 I just wanted to frame, you know, uh, my own comments, just be like, I don't, I'm not taking anybody to task. It's more just like, oh, okay. I see what you did. Got it. So, okay. Uh, then we're going to go into, uh, let's talk about, and this is kind of getting things out of order, but that's all right. Uh, so mm-hmm. we, Monica was in this scene with, uh, Pietro, um, she busts out, uh, after she kind of uses her powers to see the magic coming, the magic rays coming off of um, the necklace, um, and then kind of has some action within the uh, within the, the other fights. Um, but I want to skip to because it just concerns her is that post credits there. So after all of the action, mm-hmm. um, so what are your thoughts on her her post credit or mid credits? I think this one was. Yeah, that was the first one. Yeah, so it pretty much just sets up. Uh, I, I, it seemed as though the the friend that was being referred to is uh, Nick Fury, mm-hmm. um, an old friend of your mom. Uh, heard that you're 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 available, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that yeah. you're uh, you know we want to meet with you up in the in, in outer space. And she just uh, points per- up to like yeah, she just points oh, up. I mean, in the projection booth. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would. I that was the really joke <laughs> I meant. Back in the projection <laughs> booth. I felt so dumb when I thought that because there's like. The balcony? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she, she's nailing. Right, right, right. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, I mean, for for me, this was a, this was fine. Um, it wasn't like a big. It, it wasn't like 
mid credit scene, post credit scene worthy for me, but mm-hmm. um, it was, yeah, it was okay. It, and I think uh, it it fueled a little bit uh, of my, my theory that uh, the soldier that uh, Monica had met with before uh, a few episodes ago when they got the big truck or whatever, uh, that that might've been a scroll as well. So yeah. um, I think it's just, yeah. they're slowly planting seeds and um, I think there's a lot of a lot more scrolls on Earth than uh, than we know, or mm. scrolls, what, however you pronounce it. Um, there's a lot more scrolls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah green skeletons. Um, there's just a lot more of those than you know than we are aware of, and they're, they're setting up like uh, a bigger storyline down the down the road. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess whenever uh, Captain Marvel two comes out, we'll see how that manifests itself. Yeah, that was one of the things I was super surprised about, and what plenty of time to talk about what's uh what's coming over the course of the next year because that's when that's when dr strange 2 comes out it's like march of 2022 uh so there are things being set up within this that will not have a proper payoff until a year from now um which is crazy and very annoying or longer longer. yeah exactly um which is not the not uncommon there was there was like 10 years of build up between yeah. uh the phase phase one through three so that's that's fine um but now it's the uh, pandemic disney's got its own streaming services let's just pedal to the metal people um other thoughts on monica monica's post-credit scene i mean i thought it was fine i you know like I, I i welcome it that sounds like a cool story to tell i think that um you know marvel has you know like they've made a whole like good old thing basically about like these mid credit sequences and all that kind of stuff and i felt like this one was actually my least favorite type of them not because like i'm not enthused about you know like um uh the the more more scroll stuff i'm not or i'm not enthused about monica or anything like that but it felt more like it wasn't didn't feel like a reveal it was it felt more like they were putting pieces like that i already knew existed just kind of next to each other and just be like ah see like we could you know I'm just like, well, okay, I know Nick Fury's out there. I know Monica now, basically. I know Skrulls are out there. So, like, Nick Fury, Monica, and Skrulls. Like, okay, cool, got it. But, like, if they skipped that and we went into Captain Marvel 2 and had that exact same scene, I wouldn't have been like, oh, whoa, whoa, I needed this scene a year ago. I don't get this, you know? So, Uh, The other thing this just made me think of is we have Monica developing uh, powers, becoming Photon. Uh, We have Vision kind of coming back. We have Wanda becoming the Scarlet Witch. Uh, and Agatha coming in uh, to things. After losing several superheroes, this is basically we're rebuilding the farm system mm-hmm. for the next uh, <laughs> several it's a rebuilding phases. rebuilding year. Yeah, it's a rebuilding year. Uh, and <laughs> I, that's true of the war- in-world, but it's also so fucking true out, like, in the real world within mm-hmm. talking, again, not to be a Marvel defender, um, <laughs> But this is, uh, yeah, this is definitely a yeah. rebuilding year for this franchise. Mm. That's yeah, the process. Of, instead of doing like a nice Sondheim show, like the high school does grace because like the seniors <laughs> yeah. have just left mm-hmm. and the juniors yeah. just aren't up to the they task. Are not, the, the, junior, the junior crop is, is, is not... Good is actors, not, to, not great singers. Yes, not a, yeah, not not a singing group. <laughs> crowd pleaser, it's a moneymaker. So you're like... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, to me, to me, this mid-credits sequence felt very similar to like what I believe is the first post-credit scene where it felt very much like this exists. Not like here's a thing within the world, but like, okay, 
when he's like the Avengers initiative, you know, that first, that first post-credit scene with Nick Fury, this felt like, okay, this is whatever the hell phase we're in for. This felt like the, the, the phase four of that. So. I think it would have had more impact for me if I didn't know that Nick Fury was in space. That like if they hadn't shown the scene of like Nick Fury on the space beach in the, in <laughs> yeah. the spaceship, yes, like it would have been like oh shit who's in space? Which and, oh, no, I know exactly yeah. who's yeah. in space. Yes, yeah. that was the end of Spider Man, and, and it was um yeah, yeah. You know, big scroll playing Nick Fury on Earth. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I guess we probably would have assumed that the friend was Captain Marvel, um, yeah. in that case. But yeah, mm-hmm. either way doesn't do much for me but but then monica would have been upset right <laughs> yeah. yeah then she yeah. would have been like, oh, fuck no, I, yeah. I ain't going up I'm there not going <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it was Turns just around. um <laughs> we, we had a bunch of unanswered questions and i think we were hoping for like okay maybe there's maybe we're gonna see ben Grimm like in a porta potty maybe we're gonna see uh you know mephisto doing a scratch off lottery ticket at a deli like something <laughs> and yeah like the shawarma scene like something that's like really fun and like i always weird if there's gonna be these big reveals which i I enjoy that i enjoy that they exist i don't necessarily think like we should judge things based on whether or not they have giant ones but if they're going to exist good ones are where it makes sense in the world they created but it is none of the speculation ahead of time or very little right mm-hmm. and this was the speculation ahead of time that like oh there's a scroll and because they're doing you know because secret invasion is on the pr- the production docket yeah. there's going to be secret scrolls it's it was a great it was a good comic book crossover but that like, is that is the thing that kind of sucks about knowing exactly what's coming out because then there's no room for surprise where yeah. it's like it's more of just like when it's going to happen and not if it's going to happen like we know a fantastic four movie's happening mm-hmm. but like wouldn't it have been more fun if we didn't know and mm-hmm. all yeah. of a sudden like reed richards <laughs> in his bet his noodly arms is just like hello it's me <laughs> look we know, the, we, know, yeah. we know the fan- well arms. we know the fantastic four happened but what this book predisposes is what if it didn't <laughs> and it's very similar to when um spider-man died in infinity wars and like yeah he knew that spider-man 2 was uh, like yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's just it's just uh, <laughs> someone carrying around an urn of his <laughs> <laughs> um I, I want to go to uh hayward uh billy tommy darcy jimmy um what do you got on Hayward? Uh, I think we lost them. Oh no! Soldier uh, shooting at them. Robin, uh, Robin, Wait, Katie, you, you have frozen for a moment. Let's give you uh, give you all a moment to catch up. I think you're. I think you're good now. Back. You're Are you're flickering flickering a little bit, but I, I think you're. I just switched to a different Wi-Fi. Is that okay. better? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Better. Um, okay. So uh, Hayward, someone was saying something. I said that I audibly yelled, "What the fuck are you doing?" When he pulled out that gun at <laughs> right? children, and was like, "This is a good idea. I must shoot these children." Yeah. It reminded yeah. me of the the end of Chamber of Secrets when um, 
when uh, Lucius Malfoy, Malfoy pulls out that gun. Avada Kedavra. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, starts ready to kill Harry Potter. Oh, sorry, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> tries to kill Harry Potter. Um, right then there like in the hall of school. he seemed like he seemed like he was just kind of evil but not kill children evil like yeah I, yeah I, that's also a pretty bad like, shot yeah yeah he, he, he was definitely pretty... felt more like bad at his job evil than like yeah 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 this felt more like he, i feel like he lost a dimension of you know development basically between episodes because like he just felt like almost cartoonishly evil yeah yeah mm-hmm and what would have been the point? Yeah, killing, yeah. killing children. Yeah, <laughs> everything I don't, we uh, know about his character is that like he wants to harvest power. Yeah. So like it would make more sense if he like bound and gagged them and <laughs> stuffed them in a van. Like yeah. I'm gonna go yeah. figure out what these weird ghost children, uh, you know, how I can pull their power away and use it for my own military industrial complex purposes (laughs) even though he did say like i guess a few episodes ago that he hates super powered humans or super powered people so like i guess he feels like having a super powered robot he could that he can control is um i guess a little bit more in line with uh, yeah his thinking but he has a problem with he has a problem with he has a problem with sentence does he have a problem with (laughs) (laughs) he has a problem with er, 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 he has a problem with with power with with things that can use it with free will his problem is really with free will i mean what he could have done just to tie this in because it's a Disney property now. Monsters Inc. It get a big scream machine where you tie up a child uh-huh. and like you suck the screams yeah. out of their mouth. Yeah. You could have yeah. done that. Which is essentially yeah. what murder. I, I think we can all yeah. agree that that would have yeah. been a great idea. Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. I think I've got some great ideas. <laughs> I, I, I think the thing about it that kind of like gnaws at me a little bit is that like, so this is probably going to be a controversial thing to say. But like, hey, yeah, <laughs> fuck them kids. Off. <laughs> I would have shot him too. <laughs> no, well, I mean, okay, maybe we're not too far off from that because, like, no, 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 no. Hayward's not wrong. He's not a hundred percent wrong. Look, don't give me. Okay, when he pulls out a gun, that's wrong. When he tries to <laughs> shoot kids, that's wrong. But like, I keep going back to like, um, uh like Captain America Civil War with like the Sokovia Accords and everything. And like the more movies we get into it, aside from things here and there, I'm just like, you know what? They weren't that such a bad. Oh idea. no. Man. You're on you're on the superhero registration act side. I mean, I well, okay. So it's a so it's a look, it's a slippery slope. So I mean, uh uh yeah. um, sorry, I learned how to debate on the internet, so all I know are the words. Um, um don't move the goalposts. <laughs> don't move the goalposts. Straw man. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I like that. That is a legitimate point of view in the sense of just like superheroes are de- like what Wanda does. You know, in this series is dangerous. It is. It is and and the show admits it basically. And she she kidnapped a, a town of people. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, and a tor- quaint old Jersey yeah. town. Yeah. Yeah. tortured. Such a yeah. quiet town. Yeah. So it, in the beginning, he was just he was a jerk. But mm-hmm. he like he, in, you could see his reasoning in in all of it up until he pulls a gun on children. And I feel like that's a calculated <laughs> attempt to be like, don't think about his reasoning too much. He's just a bad guy, you know, like yeah. which is slightly less satisfying to me. And after yeah, and he I'm... fails to 
kill the kids with the gun and the bullets, uh, which are stopped by both Monica as they phase through her and she kind of slows them down, and then also by Billy, who uses his uh, powers to the Matrix it down. Yep. Um, and he he's like, you know what? I'm going to get in a car. <laughs> and just pedal to the metal. We're, I'm just going to steamroll these kids, uh, make them part of the pavement. Um, I wonder if he... I'm wondering if his logic is that like he doesn't feel like those kids are real as well, like <laughs> yeah. because they were created well, in the hacks and stuff. Not, I mean, we'll we'll get there, but the show certainly treated those kids towards the end as if they weren't real yeah. and real to you know real Everyone. to Wanda, real to the viewers, like. And it was Monica just kind of like, all right, kids, good night. We'll see you in the morning for eggs. Actually, no, we won't. You're gonna, you're gonna. You're gonna derez while Daddy and I are downstairs, also derezzing. But, but right? Monica had told Hayward too that the ch the children were real when she mm -hmm. came back out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he doesn't. Yeah. You know, yeah. she I did mean, argue that, so he should. I feel like have known when that. you watch something come out of another person's vagina, yeah. like, we assume that's real. We assume they're like, like, oh, that's real. <laughs> I saw, I saw, I saw it. I saw some shit. It's the, I'm never unseeing it. I it. Yeah. Things, things got on me. I yeah, barely, Monica I, saw I, it. I barely know up, this woman, but... but I got a full sight of two babies being pushed out of her body. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess Hayward only saw the TV version of it, so it's not yeah. that bad. Yeah, it's very yeah. clean. Yeah. Not nice behind the couch. Everything mm -hmm. was covered. Mm -hmm. Uh, JJ for Hayward. And the the other thing about this is he's about vision. Uh, and his plan, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken, was to have uh, the new vision destroy old vision because what he was doing by reassembling vision uh, was against those accords, right? Everything he was doing was not well. It was on against up up. yeah. It was against Vision's wishes, but he was also doing it like at work. So yeah, like I he's don't... been working on it for a while. It seemed so. It's I don't didn't seem that secretive. If anybody went into his office, it was right there. I he, think uh, Vision's dying wish is like uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg dying wish. It has it holds that <laughs> much power. Sure. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, they're they're not going to care regardless of what the right thing to do is they're not going to give a shit well uh, yeah right so because in the next moment like darcy pins him in the car and she says have fun going to jail and i just went like what are they going to get him on i don't really i mean that that's what i was thinking too because i was going she didn't know that he necessarily pointed the guns at the children nope. and that was no. attempted murder okay he can no. go to jail for that but yeah. any of the other things just seemed like it could have been in the realm of him trying to do his job but yeah. it just kind of getting out of hand but i don't know i think it was a violation of those those accords um if i'm again yeah. if i'm not mistaken and by doing those things which is why he had to destroy the, the other vision so that only there can be only one uh, that everybody will assume that he's just the she did something resurrected him bada bing bada boom uh, we have we have vision and now look at that he's under our control weird also he's white don't ask they were going to paint him yeah. <laughs> uh, and he comes out looking like that yeah, restored we'll Jesus Christ photo or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was oh. I was talking to my friend about white vision and I was like I can't wait to see like all of the unsettling 
uh, white vision cosplays at like oh, comic cons oh, where yeah. it's just like a guy painted all white just trying yeah. to eat chicken nuggets like, <laughs> just waiting in line at the top like, of the truck like not being able to move because you don't want to like scuff anything because the whole mm. thing about it is just like being pristine yeah those people on um uh what is it uh michigan avenue in chicago mm. they just got to stand there <laughs> just, a, just a dirty like yeah. a dirty white vision just like <laughs> like as a statue Are you, and you know there's going to be a white trash vision like <laughs> and that one i will take a picture with at, <laughs> at comic-con um so the we'll talk a little bit about the kids when we talk about wanda's um uh stuff uh and their goodbyes and also the post post credits there um Darcy, Jimmy, Darcy, the only time we see her is when she slams into Hayward's <laughs> truck. Um, I like that they all kind of arrived at the appropriate time. Mm-hmm. Um, like Vision flew there from a couple yeah, episodes everything ago. Everything was timed perfectly. Yeah. yeah. And then a little while later, she arrives, crashes in. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy is uh, locked up and using some close up. Um, sleight of hand i guess it would be to get himself Escape, out of those escapism? And, yeah escapism really enjoyed when he got out of the handcuffs and did what vision kept saying um at uh, at the beginning uh in the magic episode flourish um, yeah, yeah. i don't think you're supposed to say it. you do it um and he he bluffs about the uh cia i think it's cia quantico right uh FBI. is it fbi, FBI? where's cia yeah. oh lang langley CIA is Langley, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's Quantico. Um, Quantico, FBI, yeah, because it's FBI agent. That's how that how that works. Um, <laughs> they will be here within within the hour. Oh, <laughs> you're bluffing, am I? And then he yeah. gets on the uh, phone. Hey, can you guys be here, preferably within the hour? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that. Like, I, yeah. that, that's He's... the kind of humor that I I appreciated in this episode, uh, as opposed to like the boner joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But like well, that was best... like well earned, and like it was, uh, it, it honored the character of yeah. Jimmy Boo. Yeah. The best the best line of the episode was in this scene when <laughs> when wanted to said. Boys, uh, handle. boys handle the military <laughs> yeah that was mommy will be right back so funny yeah um he pops up in monica's post uh, or mid-credit scene kind of leading everything um i expect to see more of him oh uh, yeah i do I hope, hope so uh, someone I, had I, said that he pops up in like an agent colson capacity uh and just you see him in all the movies and in, in some way um and that would be, yeah, that'd be cool. I'd like to see yeah. his other his, another series where he uh, where he just it's a little more straightforward, a little more procedural, but there's superhero elements to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be a pretty cool show. Um, there, although that's essentially Agents of Shield, I guess. There, there have been. <laughs> I mean, there there have been a lot of things that Marvel has excelled at, but one thing they've especially excelled at is like keeping talent on the payroll. So, like, if this is the last we see of Jimmy, I'd be very, very surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone's. I don't think anyone is. Is I don't think anyone's had a had a series wrap yet. No. Uh, no. The, they're going to keep everyone around. Yeah. yeah. Not a boner guy. <laughs> I, I, I also I do not know about that. I, I, <laughs> I do not think you get Evan Peters for ultimately a dick joke, and then and I, I think he's. I think he's got powers now because basically I'm saying that like everyone under that dome is a mutant at this point. 
And if, that's oh, yeah, because that's sort of what happened with Monica. Yeah, maybe yeah. like different extents, but I, I think I think it is, maybe I don't think this is going to happen, but it would certainly not be like unheard of for Marvel to be like, here's the logic. Everyone under that dome, mutant. Yeah, there are similar domes for other people around the world, and now we have mutants. other other grief domes. Yeah, <laughs> other uh, grief domes, and everybody within that, because we see how the hex has grows and ex, uh, expands uh, and minimizes, I guess, um, because it goes outward from Wanda and then it came inward, so it's passed through everybody at least uh, twice. Yep. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, they've got some some stuff. That's a very Marvel thing that they've done a lot. Like, especially like they'll go, they'll they'll retrace their footsteps through like the the climax of a previous Marvel thing and just be like, um, you know, like we didn't just let, like like you know something happened while you weren't looking and like that's actually major and that's going to tie into this thing. Like like Michael Keaton's construction company getting screwed out of a job like post like in Avengers, but you only found that out about like five movies later and stuff like that. So I I think that's probably right that we're going to come back to Westview at some point. And realize like what a sea change like happened here. We just we just didn't get any hints of it right the second probably. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And I wonder if it means that like everybody like if if they do kind of uh handle the situation uh similar to like the X gene and like X-Men, um, I wonder if it's only people like who have that thing in them mm-hmm. who uh, are affected who, or who end up having powers after they pass through the uh, the hexagon or they have that encounter with the, those powers. Um, that would assume that, or that would make the assumption that Monica had something else going on prior to, you know, her trips yeah. in and out of the hexagon as well. It's, it's, it's such a perfect like little like writer's conceit too, because like if they wanted to do a TV show, like, I don't know, like after the next five, they've already announced basically, but if they want to do another one, that's basically like, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but instead it's like corralling all like all the freaks of Westview, basically. It's just like, oh, here's another one. They popped out of Westview. Their powers, they can do this. Here's another one. Where also in Westview. snakes? <laughs> <laughs> like 200 episodes later, it's just like, yeah, we caught like 5,000 minutes. Like, didn't this town only have like 300 people? Okay, no. <laughs> fine, fine. There were a lot of people in the Halloween episodes. So. There were, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that little girl dressed like Ruth Bader Ginsburg deserves yeah. some really cool powers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess just Supreme quick, Justice. Quick uh jump back to that episode, which I, I don't meet want to get into, but I wonder if like the kids that showed up in that episode were manifested just then or um by Wanda or if they were like asleep in the houses and or they were where they came from because they didn't necessarily yeah they it seems like yeah that they're hidden like away from the parents that's what Dottie said to to Wanda when she got out of the the spell going can Mm. I just see my daughter maybe we could just write a plot line where the you know our kids are friends because her daughter was like they're basically like all trapped in the bedroom Jesus Christ yeah it's it's dark really scary yeah like like, (laughs) I mean (laughs) <laughs> that is so dark <laughs> yeah. to vision v vision uh so what are, what are your thoughts on on this fight and then our, <laughs> the, the kind of discussion that's going on uh between the two of them how they handle that and how it resolves itself i i think this you know what i won't spoil it um i'm just really happy i won't spoil my winner of the episode um but i am I just love a good ship of Theseus argument. Uh, very, very satisfying. Yeah, I love this. This was like this was the highlight. 
I, I loved it. And it's just such a smart way, I, lack for lack of better words, um, such a smart way to have a fight just kind of turn into an, an intellectual discussion and kind of mm-hmm. like, hey, yep. we, we can talk about this. Let's like talk it out and uh, without having to kill each other. And um, this was honestly, even though Paul Bettany trolled the shit out of us, I appreciate it. This is the type type of trolling that I can appreciate. Um, because it was funny and and Paul Bettany is so charming um, that like even rewatching or seeing that clip of him uh, describing the person who he's supposed to have this big scene with, uh, it just yeah, it just uh, really did it for me. I, I I'm not mad at that at all. Like <laughs> at all, it was just great. Him kind of coming out and saying it uh, in yeah. that interview where he's like, "They are going to be so mad at me." <laughs> I enjoyed that. <laughs> Um, here's, here's where we bring in Lord of the Rings. Um, Peter Jackson, uh, the way that he, I think he did a really good job of making those movies work really well is that he recognized the concept of like battle fatigue, where like the audience isn't going to want to watch one fight straight through for 30 minutes because they get sleepy or brains get sleepy from it. So like, I thought that this was like a perfect, like, like you've got the battle, you've got the battle of Minas Tirith happening outside with Agatha and uh, Wanda, and then you've got this like little philosophy punch <laughs> corner with Vision and and White Vision, and it was like nice. It was a perfect like breakup to the thing, so it didn't feel like we were just like slogging. It didn't feel like we were slogging through fights, and it took place in a library, which was yeah. so fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I just like that it was that like vision, like when you're up against yourself, then you know what what would make you stop to, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, like, so I, I liked that he was able to sort of stop himself by, you know, starting this logical argument. And this will be the most often used uh, reaction gif from this episode, which is the, uh, I request elaboration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's gonna be posted everywhere whenever yeah. anybody posts like a non sequitur comment or like a, just a, a vague tweet it's just going to be i request elaboration uh white vision reaction gif itself was was pretty good too um and the moment where he tries to pick off the uh the mind stone from him which was which was how one of the ways thanos tried to get or did he did get it that way right he did get him uh yeah. and then he just kind of phased through he's like not this time um, like, so there was just a good showing of of different powers from the two of them uh and white vision man he looks menacing as fuck mm-hmm. yeah very menacing. disturbing yeah, yeah. I thought uh, I know we're not at uh, Wanda versus Agatha yet, but I thought too there was um, there was a neat little bit of I mean the the, the this show you know part of why I, I I felt this episode was a little bit mixed is because like it be, definitely became more conventional I think in this episode mm-hmm. so it, it kind of ends with a big fight and I, I liked the the turn that the the Vision fight makes basically the early part of it I was just like oh it's a big fight basically we already have a big fight um, you know to your point. Um, but um, there's a there's a really cool shot when Vision and Vision are still fighting, but when we it's when we're going back to them, but we're 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 cameraing off of the uh, the Wanda Agatha fight, and it's all done in one shot, and it's all CGI. But I, I it's all CGI, of course. But like I liked it because 
I like in a thing like this, when there's multiple things going on at once, I really appreciate when a show will give me an idea of like what the geography is, like where are yeah. these two in relation to each other? Uh, and they did that. It's not a thing a lot of, a lot of you know, things like this do. And I really appreciated that. Yeah. Um, I also, I, I, this is just a thing that popped in my head during the second watching. And I don't know if any of you looked on the internet. I feel like somebody on the internet probably put this all together, but there's like a Wizard of Oz overtone or undertone mm -hmm. something with this because like we well, we have that scene with the boots and the mm -hmm. coming out of the house but like then vision gives vision a brain and then you know like kind of a thing and there's a good oh. witch and a bad witch and i'm like oh wait there's more to this but i didn't this was on my second watching and then i i didn't Ooh. get to go too far but i i got the brain thing and then yeah. good witch and bad That's witch right. and then the i'm like Munchkin lands yeah, and she wants to go home but like <laughs> like home is dark and not what she wants you know what i mean like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in black and white and end in color yeah um, well she's she's all in red like the ruby slippers yeah yeah i, I yeah Something i just i feel like there's a lot and i feel like somebody else already figured it out it's already on the internet i i, I assume Don't yeah, somebody had to get a on. heart and somebody got courage the, yeah, there's probably right? something some sort Maybe of connection. Got courage i would say you know, who did? Some of it, there was the um, that courage to face oh, off. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yep. <laughs> Don't get Katie uh, started on how not red the Scarlet Witch's outfit was at the end. It's ox blood. It's not Scarlet. It's ox blood. Yeah. yeah. Oz the Great and Powerful was listed on the marquee a couple mm -hmm. times throughout the mm -hmm. series, which is a movie that is directed by Sam Raimi, who will be yes. directing yes. Um, Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange 2. Yes. Um, all right, so let's get to Agatha and uh, Wanda. What are your thoughts there? Runes. <laughs> Just, you know, uh, I am surprised Wanda. that they managed to make me forget how heavy-handed they were with the rune <laughs> thing last episode or two episodes ago. It was um, last episode. I think it was last episode because I remember Barbie kept saying it during the podcast and then when it was on the previously on, I'm like, this is going to come back. Yeah. <laughs> it being on the previously on really did make me go like, oh, there's no, it went from like 95% to yeah. like, it's like, oh, it's coming back. It's absolutely. Yeah. It, it, it felt, it, <laughs> it does feel a little bit like a, when the old comic book writers would just write in new powers for Superman when the, when they wrote him into a corner and they had no idea how to get him out. It's like, oh, well, if he flies fast enough, and spins the world backwards, uh, it goes back in time. Okay, yeah, we're out of this now. Like, it did feel a little bit like any witch who casts the runes, you can't, like, it was like, okay, all right, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, that, yeah I'll, I'll follow you on this. But it does seem a little, like, overpowered. <laughs> like, um, I actually didn't mind it. I, I thought that it yes. was just, like, I thought it was simple enough to, mm -hmm. like, make sense here. I didn't want anything, I didn't want too many... Uh, new complicated ideas introduced in the uh, season finale, series finale even. Um, yeah, and I thought it was just like, all right, Wanda outsmarted uh, Agatha and, you know, and, and she ended up winning this time. And like, I, it left room and just like the way that everything um, kind of panned out with their dynamic, it left a lot of room for uh, their relationship to continue uh, in whatever direction they do end up going on. But um yeah, it, it definitely felt like, okay, uh, I picked up this one thing that you taught me uh, indirectly and I used it against you. So like that might play into the dynamic of the future of our relationship. Mm -hmm. Agatha was kind of a jerk about it too. Like, well, duh, is this your first day as a witch? Like, runes. <laughs> yeah. So. 
I feel like bringing it back to slap her in the face with it was kind of nice. It was very metal, like just like a, a blood red sky with like runes in the corner. I was like, <laughs> this is the most occult this the Marvel Universe yeah. has gotten. This is the kind of stuff that some some like rural mom is going to bring to a church board meeting and say, Very this upset. is why we can't let our children watch because look at all these occult signs. And did you know that the symbols in the monster can mean, you know, like it's going to be one of those conversations. Oh, the, oh, the monster can vine? The monster can vine. Um, so yeah, this, I thought it was pretty metal. I liked it a lot. Right after they complain that Mr. Potato Head needs to be a boy again, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. Boy. All potatoes have penises. It's, it's canon. It's potato canon that all potatoes have dicks. Yeah. I've watched enough uh, supernatural stuff to kind of very easily buy into this. Uh, and speaking of Superman, there also is kind of that moment where like in Superman 2, with, when he switches the powers, um, Zod thinks that he's getting, uh, getting all of Superman's powers uh, and going to make Superman weak. Um, not not the case. So it kind of really had that yeah. same sort of feel there too. And I love that she goes like, eh, and doesn't happen. Yeah. And then like tries again, shakes a little harder. <laughs> Shake yeah. harder, boy. But, um, well, all I could think of during that moment was exactly at the end of Endgame when Thanos mm. does a fake snap and you're just like, ah, he won. Oh, wait, no, he didn't. Yeah. Um, that's that's fine. It's a, it was a cool call. This was, this was very much like, um, there's one thing you do not know about me. I am not left-handed. Yeah. Like, yeah you know? <laughs> And that's the end of the show. Yeah. I have uh, a, <laughs> any other things about the fight itself? I have a slight question, and I feel like someone can probably school me on this. And this is a very, very dumb question. But like, so if the when the runes are cast, so the the way the runes work is no one can do magic within the runes. So how is Agatha still flying then? Maybe. Yeah. yeah that's it, a that's a good. Hmm. It seems like Wanda was like, holding her up. Because she also brings her down. Yeah, she does okay. bring her okay. down. There's a lot of like, if you hold it up to scrutiny. Like, sure, yeah, it, yeah. You know, it, like it, because I guess when she was casting the bolts by her, that's when you were casting the runes. Or maybe Wanda, if they're Wanda's runes, she can allow her to use whatever Wanda wants. There's a whole lot of stuff that, okay. you know, what if there's runes within runes? Like, did Ooh. those runes in her basement still supersede the sky runes? Who knows? small possibility there although i do think it was wanda that was keeping her up and then wanda brings her down uh okay. is that she doesn't cast the spell to fly that that i know of um and it seems to be that the, the person who casts the spell um is the only person that can use magic with within theirs but there's no spell casting there no. i see okay all right i i, I need to learn more about which welcome back to rune corner <laughs> <laughs> happens um Welcome back to our podcast, Rune Awakening. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other funny. things about the the fight itself? Because there was some some pretty good good moments. Uh, Vision kind of pops up in there. Agatha has her line about that, like, "Oh, awkward." <laughs> your um, ex and your boyfriend ooh. at the same party. Who are you gonna choose? Yeah, yeah. Captain Han, she's just like right. flawless performance from. Yeah. I time. I kept thinking, I it better not be like five years until we get her in another mcu thing because i am yeah, i am ready for a standalone movie i'm ready for a seven season television show you know maybe 
maybe the way we kind of get this is they do like a down to earth sitcom with Catherine Hahn like at the helm. What? No, I was just thinking it's it's her, but like she's trapped in that like that dead eyed. That's a really good. That's a good question. All along, (laughs) how does how does dropping the hex affect what seems like a mind prison that Wanda put? Uh, Agatha. Under. That's what I was thinking too. It seemed like because she did it in the hex, and then the hex disappeared. Like yeah, that... like, I mean, at the Agatha at this point, just... I feel like I feel like Wanda's powers are so much, so far beyond what we expected at the beginning or what we knew at the beginning. And I think um, her powers expand beyond. Like she doesn't need that hex to like be effective at this point. Yeah. And um, whatever she did to uh, to Agatha's brain or mind or whatever. Uh, is something that's going to last and, you know, we'll see how that like turns out. But um, I think everything that she does from now, like she doesn't need a hex in order to, you know, keep any spells or yeah. whatever. Yeah, she's definitely leveled up. Mm-hmm. I yeah. do wonder, if, I'm sorry, Michael, hang on one second. Uh, she talks about the, um, uh, we have that dark hold, that exposition that gets mm-hmm. dropped. Um, says that uh, she uh, she's an entire chapter in the in the Darkhold. Um, she's not born. She's forged. Uh, she has no coven and no need for incantation. So she can just do shit rather than cast any spells. Uh, and more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme, destined to destroy the world. Yeah, I think that's next level. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this felt very Hellboy to me. Did anybody anybody yes! Hellboy? One hundred percent. This is very Hellboy. Yeah. This is yeah. like. You uh, you've got this stuff, and you're you know you're uh, Anul Unrama. You're gonna destroy the planet. I'm waiting for some I'm waiting for some Lovecraftian crap to jump into the MCU. So I'm here for it. Yeah, probably in Doctor Strange. <laughs> oh yeah, I love yeah. it. Um, next time we'll see uh, her, uh, Agatha, in Doctor Strange. Uh, Michael. Uh, well, I'm, I'm wondering about that, not necessarily about Catherine Hahn being in Doctor Strange, but like what the sustainability of this is, because like, so straight up, this is a horrific thing that Wanda does, um, which definitely feels like we're, we're positioning Wanda, I think, post this series into a way more like morally gray like area, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is which I think is really, really interesting. Um, but the thing I keep coming back to is like, okay, so Agatha is trapped in this, you know, the, the, this fake persona of the nosy neighbor. But like everyone who still lives and lives in Westview saw what happened and knows what she is. And so like, what's, how long are they like, like, I keep imagining like whenever we revisit this character, basically the very first scene is them trying to burn her at the stake again basically just in the modern day because it's the citizens of westview who are really pissed off at a witch and like in a pinch agatha will do yeah and agatha doesn't have a house <laughs> like yeah she's, she's took over somebody else's so like she's just in somebody else's neighborhood uh <laughs> pretending to or acting like this character like where the hell is she gonna stay nobody's gonna feed her <laughs> like yeah. it's gonna be really torturous <laughs> She's going to be, I mean, she's going to be really confused too, because like, she's going to think she's married to Ralph and Ralph knows that she's not. And so like, he's going to be constantly nagging her and everything and telling her to go away. And like, that's going to be weird. She'll probably be cool with it. She's like, <laughs> he seems like the type of like, just stay downstairs in the basement. <laughs> Crash here. Her down uh, from, from the sky. Uh, she says that she's unleashed 
you don't know what you've unleashed, um, you're going to need my help, uh, which is a hint at what's, you know, a bigger bad. Maybe that's the Doctor Strange thing. Maybe that's something even bigger uh, that is involved with this, with this Darkhold. Um, and she says, I know where to find you if I need you. So, yeah, I don't think that we're, yeah. we've seen the last of Agatha at all. Other other thoughts? Agatha, Darkhold, Wanda? Yeah, I wonder if it's just going to be like the uh, type of situation because it's like, um, yeah, I feel like the two of them kind of like are meeting at that morally gray middle ground where like Agatha will be a little bit more on the good side and Wanda is kind of a little bit more evil than she was at the beginning of the series. Um, and they'll have to partner up at some point uh, because Agatha has all of the knowledge uh, that Wanda needs in order to, to, I guess, be able to at least harness the power that she has. Uh, and yeah, it, it, I look forward to seeing where their relationship goes in the future of the MCU. Great. I want to skip to uh, the Wanda post credits, uh, and then I want to go back to the goodbyes. Um, did someone was about to say something? Oh, I just wanted to say real quick. Uh, we mentioned the theater marquee earlier, and um, uh, you know when the whole family is reunited, uh, Wanda, Vision, everything. There's a there's a there's a shot as they all kind of like get in their poses that felt very much like The Incredibles, which was mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and I really thought about that, especially when you combine it with the fact that um, Wanda wins because of the fact that Agatha talked too long, basically down in the basement. So it's just like Agatha, you shouldn't have been monologuing. You should just <laughs> should not have been monologuing. Should not have done it. Post credit scene with. Uh... Uh, Wanda, she has said her goodbyes and she goes through the, the town. Um, everybody's kind of given her the, the evil eye and uh, she leaves her car, flies to the, the, the country. Where, where was this? Does anybody know? I don't think they clarified exactly. It looks fjordy. <laughs> fjordy. Uh, she's, she's making some tea and then we kind of uh, push into this other room. Uh, where Astral Wanda is uh, hitting the books, mm -hmm. studying up. Um, and we hear the cries of, of Tommy and, and Billy. Um, before we get to the, the Tommy and Billy stuff, anything uh, about the, the Astral stuff? Anything that you think is going on there? I think, I mean, it's another indicator that Wanda is stronger than Doctor Strange because every time we've seen him, uh, astral project or anybody really like well him in particular he's like asleep or knocked out um, so like she's making tea and drinking tea while she's studying uh, as opposed to him so uh, yeah not, not only is she is she doing this simultaneously but when she went to grab the teapot that was a metal teapot that she just grabbed with her bare hands yep. that was probably yeah. so fucking hot and I was like, oh, this woman's scared. She's so scary. She's and also she didn't rush to go get the tea kettle because anytime my tea kettle's going off, I'm like, oh, I don't want to hear this anymore. Like she was just like, I'm coming. And I thought that was interesting. She used her magic to block out the noise to herself. Um, It'll mean nothing to me. Yeah. Uh, and the the cries of, of Billy and Tommy, um, because we know that she says goodbye. And again, I want to talk about those separately. Um, it, she kind of perks up. She's, she's doing some studying and she hears within that astral plane, uh, mommy, we need your help, something along those lines. And it's like, what? Mm -hmm. um, so these kids, 
they live on in some in some somewhere in pod form in pod form <laughs> yeah they're back in pod form uh, what do you what do you think that says about what's what's to come keeping it keeping it brief we'll talk a little bit more next week and over the course of the next many years about this i'm sure uh, I, th- I think this is just going to be this is them setting up the the puzzle pieces of uh, Doctor Strange, uh, Mansion of Madness, or whatever the hell. The, the <laughs> He's oh, it is Lovecrafty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and apparently the the music that's playing in the background uh, while she's projecting and looking through the dark hold is the Doctor Strange theme. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. it's just like a you know the gradual uh, lead into that. And I, I think this is this is probably where. Uh, Rob, you and the rest of the Mephisto heads uh, kind of get their their satisfaction because I think this is where we might get the a little fist bit. Bros. Yeah, the Mephisto yeah. bros. Please don't call us fist bros. <laughs> <laughs> There's many levels to what I don't I don't I don't want to be associated with anybody who's called the fist bros. All right, um, fair reaction. Mephisto bros. I um, think Marsley. <laughs> oh, are you done, Marsley? Yeah, yeah. I think um, I'm I'm I I'm sure Marvel like knows where they're going with these kids. I know there was never once for a second did I think they're just gone because like that would be a level of just like dark that I don't know that that Marvel is ready to handle yet. Um, Just like a total they're gone forever they never or they never existed um and and they also went they also made such a big deal of setting up these characters that like i don't think they're gonna like throw like just be like okay goodbye like yeah yeah we we created these little boys and we really really got you to care about them but Mm -hmm. like you know this i don't think these boys are like ultron in the sense of like probably only going to exist for this one movie you only really have to care about him for one movie he's coming back there's no way ultra oh, i hate that i think i do suspect that um we're not going to see these actors playing these characters mm-hmm. anymore mm-hmm. i think the, the next time up. we see them they're teenagers and yeah. they're going to do the young mutants uh uh thing okay yeah um michael uh, no, I was, um, you know, just just talking about this credit scene at large, basically, I thought like this was one of the moments that I felt kind of got in the way a little bit because I know it's part of the whole thing that we're going to set up the next thing. But like, what really struck me about this credit sequence is like, it's kind of like a perfect last shot for Wanda for this story, because it's all right, it's Wanda living alone, basically, she's away from people. And she's just kind of stewing in her grief and her guilt and all that kind of stuff. I'm just like, oh, that's perfect. And then you go into and you see her astral projecting and you're like, oh, she hasn't learned it. Well, I was about to say she hasn't learned a thing, but actually it's just the opposite. She's learned so much more and she's actually kind of leaving her humanity behind. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's perfect too, actually, because that's terrifying. But when they ended on the last moment of just like, and she hears her kids, I was just like, oh, I, for me, it was almost like putting a hat on a hat. I was like, no, 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 that was perfect. That was a perfect ending right there. I don't need the setup for Doctor Strange, but I, I know it's part of the thing now. That's yeah. what you do. Well, it's, it's also the, sorry, I just thought of this, but the interesting thing would be like, if Wanda becomes a big bad in this, this morally gray place of like, but it follows this theme of, um, Marvel villains 
taking the definition of what is humanity and like what is worthy of humanity into their own hands Mm -hmm. which i find really interesting Mm -hmm. like thanos was just like all right we're gonna 50 50 this because every like no you, you know what i mean like i i think that would be really i think it'd be really consistent with the theme and also interesting I don't think that, um, uh, what am I was trying to say, um, my quick thoughts on it are that we're going to see this family together again, um, that that Vision is going to, the, between Wanda and the Geek Squad, they're going to take uh, take care of him. Um, he said before he left, uh, I, am, I am Vision, um, he, we just need the paint job uh, and uh, a little softening up. Um, and I think Vision will be Vision, and we'll see that family together again. Um, and as far as Doctor Strange 3 goes, I do think we're going to see Wanda as uh, uh, it's going to be, she, she's going to get a probably overwhelmed by all the magic and be a sort of um, mini bad with, within this, with, while Doctor mm-hmm. Strange is trying to struggle to contain her, um, then kind of takes him under her her wing probably seeking out Agatha at the same time for uh, some some help. Um, and then it just becomes a um, a buddy cop, much like Falcon <laughs> and Winter Soldier is set to be. Um, any other other thoughts on that? Okay, how'd y'all feel about the goodbyes? Because for me, it was one of the best parts of the of the of the show. Absolutely. Um, particularly, uh, just the I mean, the, the goodbye with um, uh, Vision and Wanda was fantastic and some great lines within there, but the one very small moment that, that got me um, at the, the very end was when Vision was leaving uh, and he says, good night, chaps, <laughs> I think it was, yeah. but his voice cracks as he's leaving and yeah. he's like looking straight ahead, like, don't look back, just go. Uh, I was like, oh, Vision, <laughs> please, um, got me good. Uh, yeah. Other thoughts on the uh, on the goodbyes and how they kind of stuck this landing with this family and just kind of Wanda's acceptance of everything. Yeah, I, I thought that it was like it was perfectly done. Um, it it tugged at my heartstrings a bit, and I thought that just the performances were really well done. Um, even the kids, like they were just like so unassuming and uh, oblivious that they were about to die, and like the. <laughs> I, I thought that vision, well, Paul Bettany's delivery of every single one of those lines was like spot on, 100%. Mm-hmm. It's very heartfelt. Yeah, he said at one point, uh, have it here, because um, he asked what I, what I am. Um, but the, before that, I think it was, uh, I have been a voice with no body, a body but not human, and now a memory made real. Who knows what I may be next? Uh, we've Love said goodbye that. before. This is what I liked. We've said goodbye before, so it stands to reason we will say hello again. Oh, vision. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah it was it, the, the Vision and Wanda stuff was pretty Beautiful. flawlessly pulled off. Um, there was a... Uh, there's a guy named Justin McElroy, who's a huge podcaster, and um my brother my, my brother. brother my brother and me the adventure zone and oh, uh yeah. he's been like tweeting about this a lot and he he said that the one what did he say the the one thing that um threw him off about this scene was how they handled the goodbye with the kids and that if this whole show was 
kind of getting us to believe that Wanda thinks these children are real and that they they carry the same weight in her life as like Vision does. Yeah, or if they ever did. Or if they ever like, did. Even it. if she now understands they're not real. They still carried that weight. That there's no way she leaves that room. There's yeah. no way she closes the yeah. door and leaves. Yeah. Like cult leader to put... I'm gonna put the children to bed, and then they're yeah. just gonna yeah. go. It, it, they're it, just gonna go it, to sleep it, and be he gone. Said it, he Had their said it. He said it rang right before they got into yeah. bed. So there, yeah. He oh, said it rang very today. strange to him as a father, and he's like, and anyone who has kids, I bet you that that rang a little like that. Not that, not that, like it happened, but that like she left them. Like he's like, I don't, I don't see there's any way that you but they can weren't leave all that together room. at that moment. Yeah, I kind of disagree because like mm -hmm. she's only known those kids. I'm not that she doesn't care about them, but like <laughs> it kids. hasn't been like when you kind of like she snapped out of it kind of not really, but like she realizes that um, she created everything. So and they're not that old. Like they've only been alive for however many days or weeks. Yeah, it was, days. You know what I mean? He's not but that attached to them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, <laughs> her, her relationship with the vision, I think is, is far beyond. And it's, it's just so much deeper than her relationship with those two kids that she manifested. Yeah. It's um, several movies long. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it, it, I, I can't make up my mind about it because I feel like I think what it comes down to is like, especially from a writing standpoint of them just kind of not knowing which way to go because it feels emotionally right to me that the last scene should be a scene between the two of them, but it also feels emotionally right to me for her to not leave that room. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I'm not sure how you can resolve both of those things. The, the thing that stuck out to me, like I, I totally hear that, that it's only been like that long, but like literally like 10 minutes prior to that when they're being held by their necks by yeah, by Agatha out. she's like losing yeah. her mind about it and I just don't know if there's that I didn't see that big of a changeover um like accepting what needs to happen yes but going back to those kids like not mattering to her enough I just I, I definitely and, and like you know I, I don't have kids yet yeah, um yeah. We'll get there. Um, but I, it did ring to me a little bit like, oh, that's that's how it's just going to happen off camera, and um, you know, and, and and then she was surprised later in the post credits that because I, I do think she accepted that that they were just a manifestation of her mind, yeah. And then now she's realizing like, oh no, they're real because I'm getting called. But it it, it rang after reading that. And like thinking about it a little more, watching it again, it did feel a little bit like, oh, that kind of betrays how how much she cared about them before mm -hmm. that. Just to me, and well, us, I guess we we both so had kind it, of the same yeah. reaction. It could it even just be a situation of, well, I'm going to put I'm putting them to sleep, and then I'm not going to see them again. But it's not they're not dying in a way. She put yeah. them to sleep. Sure. Yeah, because you know she would what have I mean? to see them disintegrate, kind yeah. of. Like Vision. Yeah. So it's probably a lot easier to do it that oh, way. Oh, sure. Even though it's dismissive yeah. and even though it's not, it may not be as like heavy. Um, I think that like there is a logical way. And like, I mean, let's not pretend like Wanda's the most logical person in, very true. in this, yeah. in very this true. situation. She's famously in the comics and the show, she is she's not stable. So um and if it doesn't put fear into them, like if they're sitting in the living room, like, hey, we're all going to die now. Like, yeah. what? Yeah, like, yeah, so, yeah. you know, now they went to sleep. 
Yeah, you just put well, us to bed. Why are you still here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you normally leave at this point. Yeah. Especially when one of them can read minds too. Like, yeah. It's just, oh, yeah. yeah what I forget what I was going to say. Um, oh, sorry. No, don't. You're fine. Um, it's, yeah, I think it just, it, it, ha it's, I mean, it's again, like, I'm not a parent yet, but like, there's just something about like not being close to them that like you know even if they were just like right outside the door like it was the fact that it was it just it just felt so it felt so strange yeah it just felt so strange to me that like it, it would almost be like if the titanic was going down and like the parents were like all right just hang out in this room we're gonna leave you in the we're gonna, go, we're gonna go upstairs <laughs> and it's like it i don't know it just there's I and and also I recognize that this is like a show for families. So they already showed two kids almost dying once, mm -hmm. technically twice if you count being shot at. Yeah. So and I do I do count that. Um, <laughs> you know, so I get that there's like only so much like kid death you can put in a program before yeah. uh, parents start getting really upset. Yeah, on a Disney Channel, nonetheless. But. Yeah, especially because it's, you know, if this was HBO, those kids would be... <laughs> yeah. It's not TV. It would have been disintegrated. Those kids would be dead and then reanimated and then dead again yeah. in I, very horrific ways. <laughs> I, um, but but the the writing in this show, when it, when it comes to, you know, goodbyes and oh, I mean, so it's good. like, whoever, whoever wrote for Vision, it, I'm assuming this is a writer's room. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they're like, you know, different people can like take the take the point on writing different characters. But man, uh, whoever when when Paul Bettany gets his Emmy, uh, mm -hmm. like he got the best lines, you know. It's like yeah, he he, he got the lines that people are gonna quote forever. And yeah, what is what is brief but love persevering? Yeah. Oh, that's already a meme. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what is capitalism but white supremacy persevering? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, we have winners and losers to to hit, but before that, I do want to ask, inspired by Rob last week, where would the Stan Lee cameo have been? <laughs> um, yes. My thought is uh, just someone at the library uh, that it, it would be either yeah. at, at, at the desk. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Any other thoughts? Stand that, that would be a really good one. I don't know if um, I could think of anything better than that. But I, maybe I think just like walking, maybe if he was just walking uh, around the neighborhood and he like picks up Agatha's boots and like just <laughs> takes them. Oh boy, free boots. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would have been one of the townspeople. Yeah, but like specifically when the hex was like collapsing and they were just like, run to safety. He would have been like, nope, yeah. I'm going to stay right here. Yeah. I, I, I think uh, he could I, have I been like another... Why my Stanley talks like Popeye, but he does yeah. I think he could have been another FBI guy when um when uh dude was getting arrested and he would be like, I never liked him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, as one of the town's folks, I think it was a. Uh, uh, if if that were to happen, I think it would have been like Sam said, like, yeah, I kind of liked it. <laughs> oh no, my own thoughts. <laughs> you know? oh, no. Now, now I want to see the mid credits. Actually. Oh no, I'm a janitor. Again. <laughs> Nothing wrong with janitors. Janitors are great. <laughs> now I want to see just... the mid credits where Monica walks into the theater with the agent, and the agent changes its face, but it's not a scroll. It's, it's Stanley. <laughs> Stanley yeah. 
What the hell? Uh, all right, winners and losers uh, for WandaVision episode nine. Let's go with losers first. Uh, Sam, who do you got? I'm going to say the people of Westview because they had a real tough, however long this was. And I like, I can't imagine explaining this to my boss on why I haven't shown up to work. Like I was in sitcoms, but someone was controlling me. Like, come on. You can't, you can't say that. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Mike. Yeah. yeah, that's a, I mean, I would actually have to specifically say actually Dottie's what, son, daughter, actually, who was locked daughter. in. Mm. Yeah, daughter, basically, because like we actually didn't really get, aside from seeing like a dozen townspeople leave, like we didn't really get much resolution on that. I'm assuming she's okay. I sure hope so. Um, but yeah. yeah. Uh, Rob? Um, I think Loser is, why is his name escaping me? Uh, the head of Sword. Hayward. 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 I think he's the loser. Um, yeah. I think he 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 tried to take a shot at children. He got T-boned <laughs> by a plot device. T-boned. And he uh, not a plot device. Uh, 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 Deus ex machina. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he got taken out in handcuffs, um, only to return in a subsequent film as a real bad guy. Yeah. Um, and his and his and his uh, super weapon flew off into existentialism. Yeah. Uh, and interestingly, in the end, he did kind of get beat by magic. Uh, yes. With, with Jimmy doing some some tricks to get himself out of cuffs and call people. And Illusions, Michael. <laughs> Flourish. Um, Katie. Uh I have my loser for episode nine in the whole series, uh, Baby Vision. Not enough people Aww. jumped on the Baby Vision train. I love that. People it. were silly for Baby Yoda, um, and people had opinions on that dumb baby peanut, but no one's got opinions <laughs> of Baby Vision, and it really makes me sad. The only opinions I've seen were people were horrified. Yeah, negative. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I were horrified when Gritty appeared, and now we all love. Yeah, now yeah. we all love Gritty. Gritty fans since day one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well maybe we'll we'll see that's how vision as, as himself really comes back as a baby, it's like a, like they baby do group a baby, they do a baby group situation yeah marvel babies like the muppet babies but it's <laughs> <all the> baby <laughs> marvel characters uh who's your loser um i guess i'll go with the obvious one and say agatha uh specifically because of the state that she ended off mm. in at the beginning i mean at the end of this the show um, being stuck in that character, especially mm-hmm. when everything around you has changed back to normal, but you're still stuck as the nosy neighbor who doesn't have a house. Uh, yeah. That sucks. <laughs> that yeah. really sucks. You're just going to be going around to different houses. Yeah. Oh, asking what's going for on sugar. over here? <laughs> yeah, just kicking people's house. <laughs> what are you having for dinner? <laughs> uh, hopefully she can still find employment and uh, a home. Um yeah, mm. um, her resume is just like I'm a witch. <laughs> for I was about to say, can I do a quick bonus loser? Is that hang okay? on? Uh, let me get in. Um, we got uh, for me, it's all of the people that had big theories about the show, oh. um, and uh, were disappointed because their theories uh, they feel were better than what actually actually happened. <laughs> So you're saying um, fist bros. You're fist losing bro. the fist bros. I, I, yeah, Mephist bros. Let's, don't, let's get Mephist the uh, Mephist bros. Mephist bros. Um, uh, we had a bonus loser. <laughs> yeah, a uh, bonus loser would actually probably be Darcy because she barely appears here. Yeah. Uh, she had yeah. one line. 
I did read that was specifically because Kat Denny could not, could not come back when they picked up production after COVID. Mm. Oh, that stinks. Yeah. I had also read that the Monica Jimmy stuff was also cut down um, yeah. for a couple of different reasons. There was supposed to be a whole fight in uh, in Pietro's basement between them and uh, Agatha's familiar um, that uh, they Scratch. shot part of it. Senior Scratchy. Yeah. Senior Scratchy. Um, yeah. That they shot part of it and could not complete the effects for in time because apparently they were doing push production on this like about a week before it aired. Okay, so, oh, finish just like it Cats up. the movie. Down mm. the line. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a. It was totally, totally Cats the movie. I yep. wonder, finish it up. I wonder if they'll do an extended cut. Like mm-hmm. they'll they'll the bring them cut for this bring them back and like shoot everything that was like supposed to be in the show and then just be like here's here's the 2.0 version of wandavision mm-hmm. i like that yeah with those seats and whatnot that we didn't get to see that with a smart alecky neighbor kid who's got a skateboard <laughs> uh yeah yeah uh boner. <laughs> what a sucker, boy. uh we got winners uh let's go uh backwards a bit as much as i can remember marcely um I guess my winner is philosophy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I, for me, my one of my favorite parts I'll say is just uh, the vision versus vision, and uh, just yeah, I, I haven't in a Marvel movie in a superhero movie. I can't remember um, a moment quite like this where there was a huge battle that seemed like it would have to end. Like the only way that this can end is if one of them dies or if one of them is destroyed in some way or incapacitated. Mm -hmm. Uh, but they have a chat in the library and, and like, (laughs) because of a a philosophical point. Um, and I think the closest thing that I could think of uh, to it is just like, um, like professor Xavier and Magneto playing chess and like, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of, meeting each other on that intellectual level um but yeah i'll say i'll say philosophy is my winner yeah the philosophy books are going to overtake the dr seuss books on amazon (laughs) as a result of this i'm sure uh katie uh my winner is people whose kink is two visions (laughs) uh because boy did they really Hmm. uh max max out on that one Mm -hmm. uh rob uh not unlike marceline my winner you know, you know a lot of times you know we're doing a much better job storytelling these days of, of of um making sure that people can identify with people on screen uh and and certain underserved groups and long marginalized groups and uh tonight the debate club kids got their uh <laughs> on-screen avatar uh and they finally <laughs> saw themselves because <laughs> Uh, so my winner is Debate Club Kids for having an epic battle fought through uh, kind discussion, and um, <laughs> and on and ultimately you can make your foe destroy themselves if you uh, debate them hard enough. Yeah, um, Michael, uh, I'm gonna go with the guy who built that cabin in the wilderness and then tried to list it on Zillow and was basically <laughs> like rustic cabin, no <laughs> roads or bridges. You know he had doubts somewhere about halfway through the process. Just like no one's gonna come here. But then Wanda showed up and said I need a place to stay. Should have hung a no Wanda totally sign. killed that guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he made the tea. Uh, Sam. I'm gonna say turtlenecks. Those tough <laughs> yeah. vision in that turtleneck, you know, it's unforgettable. 
I'm sure that uh, turtleneck sales are through the roof right now. Yeah, what era was this sitcom? <laughs> uh, this it was, I don't oh. feel like doing the makeup on the neck era. That's <laughs> yeah. what it was. Like, just get him a fucking turtleneck. I, oh. I'm not doing it. I ran out of, I ran out of paint. I mean, yeah. there are going to be people who like are big vision cosplayers who are like, thank God, an easy, yeah. mm-hmm. an easy day for me where I only have to do my hands and face. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, and that leaves me. Uh, I'm going to go with Jimmy Woo uh, as as the winner. Um, his magic has improved, his sleight of hand, his illusions um, <laughs> have got him out of different jams throughout this throughout the series. And he used some of it tonight uh, or in this episode to uh, save the day as far as uh, getting Hayward, seeing, seeing that Hayward sees justice. Um, and also the actor that plays him, Randall Park, um, uh, fantastic uh, every time he's come up and I'm glad that he got uh, a little more um, uh, beefed up of a role within this uh, that everybody has loved him in uh, and it's, it's only going to turn into more as it goes goes forward so uh, we really Jimmy did see Randall like Park. yeah we really did see like the entire spectrum of magic in this it's like we <laughs> yeah. saw it on the smallest scale possible and then on the largest <laughs> as well yeah. I never made that connection before. Yeah, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is uh, that is it. We'll be back next week uh, doing a uh, wrap-up, uh, final thoughts on WandaVision uh, with some speculation on what's to come, as well as what is to come with uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, the week before we start covering, covering that one because that is right around the corner. Uh, so thank you, Marcelie. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Sam. And thank you, Michael. Thank you all for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.